everyone, it's Sandra Ganley here back for another episode of the Country Chats podcast. I hope everybody is keeping well and thanks Mill for listening in for the 2022 series. So we're on series four now and I'm delighted to have a lovely lady here in front of me. She's not too far away from me from what I believe, from what Google is telling me and I'm delighted because I haven't met this lady yet but I feel like sure, I'm meeting her now on Zoom. So Caitlin Malloy, how are you? I'm great, Sandra. Thank you so much for having me on. No problem. Delighted to have you on. Now, you're only down the road, I believe. Well, you're from Clare Galway, am I right? Correct, yeah. Yeah, and you're you currently there, live from Clare Galway at the moment. Oh, live from Clare Galway, yeah. I'm still here. Still live over here. Lovely, yeah. So you're only down the road. I'm only here in Bohol in Mayo, so you're not too far away. I'd say maybe an hour. I'd say if I could call in for the tea on a Sunday. <laughs> That's it. Absolutely. And I'm passing now. Actually, I was in Galway three times this week. And I'm actually passing in the morning, would you believe? So, Jesus. I could have oh, yeah, called in. <laughs> we should we could have done it live after all that. But look, we're here now on on a Sunday afternoon. Um, but no, it's great to have you. Um, as I said, I haven't met you before in person. Well, from what I can remember, I haven't met you in person. But no, sure, not yet. Not yet, unless now you know what you're knowing yourself when you're a dancer or something, you wouldn't know who you're bumping into. But um, no, it's lovely to act to, to get to have the chats with you now. I'm sure following you on Facebook and social media and all that jazz. So it's lovely now. And you've been a very busy lady up until like literally this week, last week. So I suppose we're, we're as well start with Glorchira, are we? Yeah. <laughs> you have had a great run at Glorchira there. You've got to, you got to the semi-finals. Now, look, obviously, semi-finals, someone has to go, but you've had a brilliant run of it um, there since Christmas. How has your Glorchira experience been? Uh, you know, it's been wonderful. And I suppose like that, everyone says you got to the semi-final and it was always a thing when you're in these competitions, you know, someone has to go some week. And to be honest with you, and I'm not just saying this, but I think the standard of talent in Glorchira this year with all my fellow contestants was so high, it was going to be very hard to call it. Um, I mean, every single one of us are so different. Um, we've different music tastes we've different styles our performance styles are different so to be honest with you there'd be no animosity among any of us for whoever wins it you know we'll be in their corner and we'll go and support the guys on Tuesday night but Glorchira for me has always been something that I wanted to do and I suppose anybody in country music um, Glorchira is kind of something you aim for and I've been aiming for it for a couple of years so when I got the chance to be on it this year I was absolutely delighted and I mean you learn so much from it the exposure you get, I mean, you're getting national television coverage, so you can't argue with that, really. And you're meeting new people and learning an awful lot of new things about yourself. So I was delighted uh, to be in Glorchira and I had a really, really good time. Everybody was so welcoming and so helpful. So, yeah, it was brilliant. Oh, that's great to hear. And yeah, it is. I suppose it's, it's essentially the X factor of country music, really, here in Ireland. So I suppose, yeah. So it was a big deal, I'm guessing, just to be asked, to be honest, never mind getting like the semi-final was just a added bonus like it's just to get on it really is it sounds like it was a big deal for you absolutely as I said you know I've I, well I've been singing country music since I was 15 and you'd always watch Glortira at home here to see um I suppose what was going on and keep up with everybody so when I was asked to do it I was thrilled and especially coming out of COVID which was such a hard time for everybody in music you know we were very lucky then to get the chance I suppose to project ourselves on Glortira so yeah big deal for me and I was delighted to be part of it. Excellent so I suppose when this episode goes out actually Glorchira I'd say the winner will probably have been crowned so I wonder 
who do, who do we think it's going to be? I personally have my favorite. Um, I'm a big fan of Ashley. I love Ashley. Um, so I don't know. Do you want to be? Uh, do you want to be neutral now and just say best of luck to everyone? What's your luck? They're going to the ground by now. So I'm 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 I'm, I'm Ashley. So, uh, well, I suppose, and it's not just because I know them, and I suppose I've been in the competition with them. It's a very hard one to call. I mean, Ashling is superb and she has, again, her own style of singing that she does. And um, she's so young as well. I mean, she's fantastic. And Rachel then has just come into country music. Um, she was telling me last year. And then again, she brings her own original style to it. And then Kenny is fabulous as well. So I, I really, to be perfectly honest with you, I'm not just saying it, I couldn't call it. Mm. I, I really couldn't. Um, and every single one of them would be a deserving winner in my eyes. So yeah, we'll see how it goes. There we go. Stro spoken like a true pro. Well, look, the, the winner will be announced by the time people are listening to this. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. So that's been the Glory Cheer journey. And as you said, along with that, you're getting, you're on telly every week, national broadcast. As well as that, there's a bit of hype in the papers and the signs on the road and whatever bit of, I suppose, publicising you're doing. So there's been a great buzz so over the past few weeks for you. Brilliant buzz. I mean, you can't ask for better. And again, you're making new friends in the business all the time. And definitely in the country music business, you know, you need your friends and everybody, I suppose, huddles and groups together to help one another out. So, um, yeah, I was, I, I, it was a great start to the year for me, to be honest. And off the back of it, I mean, the last few days, there's been gig requests coming in and there's um, a couple of things happening in the summer all off the back of Glow Cheer so I'm very lucky and, and I can't wait to get get rolling with it all. That's brilliant that's great and one thing you've you've said there you just said there about everyone kind of works together and helps each other out and that kind of thing it's it's funny because I, I recorded another episode earlier on the day with Katie McParland and that's one thing Katie said as well was the country music scene is small we know that sure everyone knows everyone but I'm surprised to hear artists talking about other artists in a totally not that I'm expecting you to be bitching about each other or anything but like you all talk about each other in such a positive light and we all help each other out and we all work together and we all we're all friends and we're all you know it's great to hear that because I suppose I'm not a, an artist or a singer but looking in you sometimes wonder well do they really get along now or is there a bit of this and that or but it seems that for the most part there is that bit of camaraderie and people get on and you see each other's events and all that kind of thing, that it is kind of one big family. Look, you'll have your tips here and there. I'm sure we'll look, we, you're not going to get on with everyone, but as a general thing, it does sound like this camaraderie between everyone. And especially in a Glorchira situation, because you, you're so tight knit for that few weeks. Yeah. Well, I mean, some people probably looking at Glorchira and other things from the outside would say, well, they're in competition with one another. So, they're all for show for the cameras and they probably don't really get on at the best behind it all, but we do. And even, I haven't met Katie yet, but like that, when she started her music, you know, we'd be friends on Facebook and we'd share one another's things. I mean, I mean, it's a business where you really do have to have others helping you and you helping others. Mm -hmm. um, it'd be a pretty lonely place if you didn't. So it's, it's not all for show. I mean, as you said, sure, you know, every business people will have tips and stuff, but for, I could easily say 99% of it. We do get on well. We do wish each other well. And uh, we just keep keep up with one another, sharing people's things on Facebook and their singles and downloading their singles. So it, it really is a really good little family is what it is. That sounds good. And the word, the word girl power springs to mind. I feel like the younger females are great 
for um, keeping each other going and that kind of thing. So it's all about the girl power um, with all the younger country music, female singers coming, you know, starting yeah. up the ranks. Or, you know, if, if, if you've been singing for years, you know, everyone just helps each other out, each other out so it's great. So, um, yeah, we're painting a great picture of the country music scene here, I tell you. Absolutely. It's all, all fun and games, all fun and games. That's good to hear. So, Gloria Chira, um wasn't your first, um, how will we phrase it, show, I suppose, your first singing show? No. No, you've been there, done that with The Voice, which was, was it back in 2016? Oh, um, oh well, definitely 2016, yeah. It feels like a lifetime ago, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, I suppose The Voice... Um, while I went in kind of as a country singer, I don't know did it necessarily, I suppose, that particular program suited, but I tried out for The Voice and then it, that didn't go my way. But that was my first kind of on-screen competition, I suppose. And I still at the time was quite young and I was learning a lot about the business still and TV side of it. And then, of course, Una was my cousin, so... Um, she there was a big I suppose thing about her not being able to turn for me but at the end of the day I mean there's no they have no idea of knowing so I was I was gutted to be honest um for a while after it and I was kind of thinking what did I do wrong but off the back of it then I started doing more things myself I learned things I had to do and how to better myself and I was all the better coming out the end of it to be honest with you so yeah that was an experience in itself that sounds great like it's all positivity there coming from you like which is great that you were able to take that as learning process and all that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, as I said, I was very young. Um, and there's a lot of things, I suppose, with music and the business itself that until you do them, and I, I suppose kind of have come out nearly the wrong side of it, um, that you say, okay, well, this is what I need to work on. This is how I can progress and this is how I can better myself. And then it wasn't too long after, it was 2018, 2019, um, I released my first single, that I wrote myself and it went straight to number one so I was over the moon I mean I couldn't ask for better than that to be honest <laughs> that sounds great so the, so the voice was kind of your first step in stone and then the album and then or the song yeah. and then it all kind of kicked off from there and now you said Una is your cousin that's Una Healy I'm, I'm assuming uh yes yes she is. and I, I didn't know that actually um oh, and know. no I did not I I mean look I might have read it before but in today's in just today I didn't so so what yeah. is your cousin she would be my dad's first cousin, so she's a second cousin of mine, yeah. Lovely. Okay, no, I did not know that. And would she have known, like, look, I'm, for those that aren't involved in t TV land, like, a lot of TV land, like, things are staged and scripted. Like, did Una know that it was you? That it was... She would have known your voice, though, wouldn't she, like? Um, no, she didn't. Um, then again, I suppose she might have heard my voice before, but I, now I was singing a song that... Um, we'll just say I wouldn't usually sing. What did you sing? Love Story by Taylor Swift. It wouldn't have been my first choice. It's but, it's country, but it's not like it's it's yeah Taylor Swift country. It's pop country, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So that, I mean, I don't think that was um, the best song for me. But she didn't know. No, she didn't know because afterwards, in fairness, where she was very upset for me more so. Um, but at the same time, like that off the back of that you know she gave me some great advice and um about how to move forward and she, as she said herself the voice while I didn't get through it was all very much so projected in a very positive light and yeah. um, there was no nastiness coming from anyone even papers and interviews and stuff after they were all very um 
supporting of it actually. So yeah. But sure, if if she had turned, you probably would have got a bit of backlash. Like of course I would. Yeah. So I mean, it was nearly yeah. a close one that you know it didn't happen because then there would have been negative stuff associated with oh the cousin and all that kind of thing. Yeah, the usual oh she's only there because of um her cousin. And after it, you know, I suppose I was kind of happy in a sense that that didn't end up being the case because I don't think maybe people would have thought that I got there for maybe my talent or deserving to be there. I think they might have had the thinking behind it of that's her cousin and you know she's there because family ties and all that. So uh, it was probably a good thing at the end of the day, to be honest with you. So there's no family members involved in Lord Shearer, so is there? <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> oh, so and they changed the venue as well, didn't they? wonderful they did it's um it's over the road for me here in Clare Galway uh so I didn't have very far to travel but um the whole new setup the new staging it's it's beautiful um so yeah I was we were very lucky as well that we got to be you know a couple of the first series of Glorchira to be on that new stage and it's, it's really lovely I, it comes across on tv as if you know you're almost in this big huge arena kind of mm-hmm. kind of style so it, it looks really well Whereabouts is it? I knew I knew there was the new venue, but whereabouts is it? What is their name? Uh, it's oh, it's called Q One. Um, it's over in near the Clare Galway Industrial Estate there. So um, if you the kind of know, I can't even think where. Where's the industrial estate? Oh, you know, it's it's left, that, yeah, the school. Yeah, it's down that road there. So um, the poor guys had hours and this to travel, and sure, I get up in the morning and have the tea, and I'd be over there in five minutes. That's very lucky. Oh, that that is ideal. Isn't, it, isn't that idea so what is that a it's a studio it's a studio is it it's a yeah they've built the whole um a whole new set and everything I'm, I'm not sure if it's a new base for it um going forward but uh, I have a feeling it might be so they, they redesigned a the whole set and redesigned the whole staging over there and they have a lot more room as well so and was so there's no bar <laughs> No bar. <laughs> There's no but, bar. Um, no. So for so that's a big difference to previous Lord Shearers. I've been to Lord Shearer in in Galway City. Bit of a difference. Uh, I'll never forget walking into the Keys and being like, "This is how big it is. Like it's tiny." And on TV, it looks massive, but oh my god, it was tiny. So you're losing out. So what would you? The bottles of wine in the bag, so just for that little extra oof. Sure, we couldn't have anybody in there with us to have the bottles of wine. We had cups of tea, coffee, and bottles of water. All Stop very it. professional and above board. But um, I'm sure once Glortira is um, finished, and I suppose we all kind of get time to settle down, we probably all meet up and have a couple of drinks or have a meal or something to celebrate our, our year as a group, I suppose. So it'll, it'll be nice to do that. That sounds so lovely. Like, there's yeah. a, like, oh, it's just like one big family. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, well, they're all very good, and I suppose all of us would be so busy we might not get time to do it. Um, maybe further along in the year, so some Friday or Saturday night. Now we we'll all have a good chinwag about the whole thing. That sounds great. So that's been Lord Shira um over the last few weeks. So that's I suppose coming straight into the new year. Like, did you know before Christmas you would have? We would have known, yeah. But I suppose at the same time it was kind of up in the year maybe whether it was going to go ahead because we didn't know what way and um, the cases of COVID and that were going to go so it was kind of a, a week by week thing now we couldn't have an audience um this year as people would have seen uh even with restrictions kind of lifting they they kind of wanted to keep within COVID guidelines just to make sure that the show got to finish out and that nobody had to pull out for any reasons with being sick or anything which um 
it's good. It's good. I do, I do think the audience does help um, the atmosphere, but maybe it makes a difference. And obviously people like yourselves, they want to come and they want to see the show and be involved. But next year, I would imagine that they might have an audience back in, fingers crossed. And I'm sure we'll be over there watching. Please God, yeah, we'll have the bottles of wine in the back as well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so that, yeah, so that's kept you going over the last few weeks. And then, just to add to the excitement for the new year, you got Irish Country Music Song of the Year with Down to Radio. Like, I, did. Uh, I mean, you've been busy. <laughs> I was very busy. Do you know, I got nominated for that and I was thinking, you know, a nomination in itself um, is wonderful. And I suppose... I'd be very critical of myself. Um, I'd always be thinking, oh, I've got the nomination now. I'll, ne- I'll never win it with um, with my song. And then when I won it, I was stunned. I was here in the kitchen with mom and dad and they called out my name. I actually left the room because I was like, I can't listen to it. And then I heard them screaming um, and I ran back in and I won. I was, I, was in, I was in shock. And then I met Mike Gleason from down the road and he presented me with this beautiful um, piece here for the song winning Irish Country Song of the Year. And with it being my own song, sure, it was, Super, so special and so lucky. Um, I was delighted with it. I, I, I really was. I it's a moved. fabulous piece because when when you first came onto the call, I was straight away admiring your your backdrop. As I was thinking, you went to so much effort. The guitar, the backdrop, <laughs> the top. I mean, professional straight up. So that's no, this, that's your new um, <laughs> lovely. See, if your own music room and what else is in it there? Lots of chip to show us. But what else have you? A one or two guitars and a. I have two guitars. There's my speaker. There's my mic. Um, all my gear for gigs and that are all here. They're over there, but most of them are upstairs. But this is where I'd be doing my songwriting and um, and learning my songs and that. So yeah, it's great. It's great to have it. I'm very lucky to have the, the extra space to do it. Absolutely. Just even get into the right frame of mind of the headspace and all that. No, it's it's lovely. No, it's a lovely piece there. All right. And then because we're not finished yet, are we? Like then, so you win that, and then you are joining the radio gang. <laughs> I am. So then they approached me and asked me what I like to host my own show. And I was like, oh. <laughs> so um, we haven't finalized a date for starting, but it will be Tuesday nights at eight. Um, and obviously I'll post all that on my social media. Um, it's going to be called Caitlin's Country uh, every Tuesday night at eight o'clock on Down the Road Radio. So I'm, I'm very excited to get into that side of things. I've never presented a show before. So that's another thing that's going to be new for me. And that'll keep me busy. And as I said, there's gigs coming up in March and there's gigs coming up in April and May. And uh, I'll post all of them on, on social media if people are following. It's a fabulous start of the year. Like, I mean, yeah. it's just it's just been one thing after another for you. So it's, that's absolutely brilliant. And I mean, yeah, Glorchira came. It, it's all just came at the right time. Um, and obviously the radio now as well. So that's great. And obviously on a Tuesday night, I suppose, I mean, not that I'm saying you won't have gigs on a Tuesday night, but more yeah. than you might not so it's it's working out in that sense that it's on a Tuesday night yeah, it's lovely. it really does um but like that um there was a I suppose a while there where I thought maybe nothing was happening with the music and I was releasing singles and that was all great but then like you just said there it's the right time for everything and I I'm a firm believer in there is a time for everything no matter how much you work at it or throw at it and once you're constantly kept going, your time will come. And it might be a different time for you and a different time for somebody else. So I do think that this year has been uh, very special for me and definitely looking forward to seeing what the rest of the year has to bring for me. Fingers crossed it'll be busy. So you're like a guidance counsellor there. Even what you were saying there, I was like, yes, 
Yes, I hear you. I hear you. You're a great woman. Give me that po- positive vibes. I'm come. I'm going to be coming out of this going. That was great. I'm. I'm ready to go. Things yeah. are going to happen. Just fair play. There's another career now. If 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 you get sick of the music, but I don't think that's going to happen. You have to be positive in all of this, um, because you can always get setbacks. You can get. You know, you can be disappointed. You can. You know, things might not always go your way, but at the end of the day, sorry, it won't pass you. So we we'll, uh, we'll see how it goes. Because you better bring out some of this positivity on the radio show, I tell you. I'll be tuning in every week for my for my hour of uh, positivity. Oh, it's great. <laughs> and um, what was I going to say? Have you uh, so music wise now? Obviously, the radio will be keeping you busy. Uh, with Lord Cheer finished up, have you new music coming out, or are you just working away on getting things ready or writing away, or what's the plan? Um, I'll be writing. Yeah, I've been writing and there was a couple of songs that I had started and I hadn't finished because the inspiration just didn't come to me the same day. So I've started back working on them and we will have a single coming out um, in a couple of weeks that, uh, to get working on that now to decide whether to do a cover or my own song. But, uh, you know, definitely. And um, I'd love to, if it was at all possible, get an album out before the end of the year. So um, fingers crossed for all that, but we'll, uh, we'll see how it goes. And Fingers crossed we left. Full, full, full album by the end of the year, I hope. That sounds great. Yeah. And I mean, it's still only February, so you've got, yeah, you've got like 10 months. Yeah, you've loads of time. And this is one thing that's come up a lot lately is the whole, should I release a cover? Should I release my own song? It seems to be a constant battle for artists um, between the two. Um, well, I've released two of my own. And whatever about, I suppose, when I released the covers, I was obviously apprehensive because releasing any song, is nerve-wracking and then when I released my own I was was in a daze I was like oh this can go really really good or it can go really really bad and um, but thankfully for me it went really really good so I suppose that spurs me on as well um to release more of my own music considering that people have responded so well to the rest of it um but yeah it, it's it's a decision I have yet to make and we'll see how the writing goes and that that will depend on all that so yeah that sounds that sounds great. Jeez, you've you've your year planned out anyway, and it started off on a high, so there's no there's no doubt about it. Yeah, you sound like a really per, uh, positive person, and I kind of I suppose level headed, which is great. It doesn't seem like uh, fame is getting to you too much. Definitely not, and uh, definitely not here in this house. We're all fairly chilled and fairly relaxed, and I suppose at the end of the day, you know, the biggest stars in the world, you're a person at the end of the day, and. Um, I, I think a lot of personality kind of depends on where you get and where you don't get. So I've always, I've just always been that very relaxed about the same thing. I, ju- I just love playing music and singing and I don't see it as, you know, fame or a job or something. It's just, I absolutely love it. So um, I'm, I'm lucky that I get to do it at the end of the day. That's so lovely to hear. Oh, you're just so appreciative of it all. I don't know, did I even say that right? Appreciative. Of, you did, of you did, yeah. <laughs> bit of a mouthful there but anyway um now when we first came on the podcast we were chatting away before we started recording and I was delighted to hear that you listened to the podcast which was uh yeah I was loving that so you're therefore very familiar with the quick fire round yeah okay pressure is on pressure is on yeah I don't usually tell people that it's coming because then you can't have kind of pre-thought your answers. So yeah, we're going to give, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we're going to give the quick fire round to go and uh, one or two answers or whatever comes to mind. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get a bit more into the head of Caitlin Malloy. So here is the quick fire round with Caitlin Malloy. So Caitlin, who's your favorite American singer? Shania Twain. Love, love it. That's good. Okay. What's your favorite country song to listen to? 
Um, possibly God Bless the Broken Road by Rascal Flats. Good one. Love it. Love that one. Uh, do you prefer to perform a jive waltz? Jive. Most people say that, actually. Yeah, yeah. love it. Yeah. Uh, next one, can you dance? I try. Um, I try to jive. My mother has been teaching me, but I probably need a few classes. <laughs> you might help us out there. <laughs> there we go. If I, I'd say I could have a full class for all the singers in Ireland. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, who's your favourite Irish singer, Irish country music singer? Ooh, um, People are always very careful with this song because they don't want to offend um, anyone. No. Well, you see, I'd have a few. I'd have an older one and a younger one. Um, I suppose in terms of since I was younger and what I listened to, I could actually have to say Declan Learney. Yeah. He's my favourite. Yeah. <laughs> Love um, speaking of Declan, is he related? Because obviously he's related to Una. Is he related to you? Um, no, he'd be on Una's mom's side. Um, Declan always says the way he describes the relation is if there was an argument, he'd have to step in. Mm. Um, so yeah, uh, we're all we're, uh, we're all very close as well. At the same time, he's been very good to me um, when I was younger, and obviously my learning beat was written about him. So yeah, yeah, yeah. very good. Um, which do you prefer, a concert or a dance? Why? Just, I suppose there's always that extra bit of high energy. Um, it, and you really do, while you're in a concert, you do feed off that as well. But to see people up and enjoying themselves is, is, is wonderful. Yeah, definitely. What's your favorite venue to gig in? I do have to say, I have been, I'm sure you've been there, um, the Welling Moat. You've been to the Well and Moat. I haven't done um, a huge amount of other venues that kind of all be the same, but uh, the Well and Moat is, is definitely is definitely a very good one. Yeah. Is there a reason for that? Because as a dancer, I personally don't enjoy the Well and Moat. Um, I I don't know. I suppose I've just always had a very good energy from there. Um, anytime I've been there. Now. I suppose there's other places. Uh, the MacWilliam actually would be up there as well. Um, the MacWilliam Park would be up there when it when it's full to the rafters. I mean, you could, you can't you can't get better either, do you know. Uh, no, I do. I like the well, but I can understand where you're coming from um, as a dancer as well. As a dancer, it's quite plus. I'm I'm I like big open spaces. So as a dancer, yeah. it's low ceilings. But I do love going. God, I shouldn't be uh, bad mouthed. I'm not. I love going to the well. But it's just interesting to see the difference. Yeah. So no, but it's nice and intimate as well as the well. It is. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're really you really are engaging with your audience when you're there. Yeah. So yeah, there's a difference between that sort of a venue versus the MacWilliam where it's a wide open space. So yeah, there's there's kind of pros and cons to both of them, I suppose. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, who's your biggest fan? My mother. Um, anybody that follows me on Facebook or um, who my mother has befriended on Facebook will know um, she would be my number one all the time. I mean, obviously my family, my father and um, my poor granddad, God rest him, we lost him last year in COVID. And my dad's mom, my granny and my godfather would kind of be the ones that would take most an interest. But mom is always there. She's there learning my songs with me, picking songs. And of course, doing the momager duties, as people call them on Facebook. That's what we have. I have a momager too. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they call her. They call yeah. her the Christian of our house. So. 
it's lovely to hear someone else being called the momager because me and my sister call yeah. our mom the momager. So that's great to know there's other momagers out there. She's probably standing outside the door here now, actually listening because uh, she she said she leaves, but she she's definitely out in the hall. She she's oh mom, to... what's mom's name? <laughs> Bridie. Hello, Bridie. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. I'm assuming you'll be listening to this now. So fair play to you, Bridie. Good woman. Um, now moving on. Do you play any instruments? Well, other than the guitar. <laughs> I play the guitar. I used to play a bit of piano and that um, I more kind of steered towards the guitar, but I wouldn't mind getting back into it. Very good. Um, what's your favourite local radio station? Other than Downda, but yeah. <laughs> no, you have to local. 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 Um, well, I suppose our main local radio station here would be Galway FM. Mm-hmm. And they're very supportive. Um, Valerie and Mark and all the gang are very supportive of us um, playing our music uh, every week. So, yeah, they're brilliant. Yeah, no, I do tune in sometimes, all right. They're very good. Um, I'd be a big fan of Ollie's, all right. I do like tuning into Ollie. Um, Ollie and Molly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now, what is your favorite song to sing? Oh, um, I absolutely love singing Good Girls Are Gonna Go Bad. I think the start of that song just puts such a pump yeah. of energy into it. And if the band are really in form, it's just a massive dose. Yeah. It's a nice song to dance as well. It's a good job. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I like that one. What is your favorite thing about the country music scene and your least favorite thing about the country music scene? My favorite thing would be, I suppose, what we talked about previously was that you make so many friends and you make lifelong friends and that everybody looks out for everybody at the same time. Obviously, as I said, we're all in competition with one another, but at the same time, Everybody's rooting for you. They want you to do well, much as you know, they want themselves to do well. And I suppose my least favorite thing would be that um, I don't think the girls sometimes get the same chance as some of the lads, maybe. Uh, it's been said to me a few times, and I probably agree with it. Um, the girls are definitely, definitely do need to maybe push that a little bit harder. But that's why, as you said, girl power, all of us girls, you'll see it on Facebook. We all stick together and, and uh, support one another. So that'd be the only thing. Mm, yeah no I suppose like yeah there always has been that thing about male versus females in the countries you've seen it's primarily males and like I don't think there's any getting away from that even though there is a bigger influx of females coming into the scene but I just think there's always going to be that I mean you're even going back as far as country music in America I mean it's kind of just it comes along with it's just that stigma yeah yeah Yeah. um but that's not a bad negative to pick, you know, that's it. Keep, I suppose, it keeps girls on their toes as well, though, because it means oh, girls have to be kind of giving it that extra push all the time. Yeah, it's not a negative. It's just, I suppose, it's just an observation, maybe that a lot of people have come to me with. Um, but look, not to say that the guys don't work hard as well. I mean, they do. The guys work so hard, um, just as hard as any of the rest of us. But like that, there is, and I suppose at the moment, there's so many girls and the girls around my age even coming in that it might be just a little bit harder for us to get um to get climbing the ladder but if you keep working that's all you can do and do your best can't do any better absolutely and the last question tell us something we don't know about you any secret hobbies or interests or um yeah anything we don't know that we wouldn't know about you people don't know about me um probably very little because i'd be very i'm very open with sharing things on facebook uh, they might know this i'm big dog lover um love dogs we have uh, five dogs here at home. 
So <laughs> we've three American Akitas and I have my little Terrier Jackson and then we have Teddy. Um, a lot of my hobbies would probably uh, revolve around the dogs, walking the dogs and, and looking after them. If I could have loads more dogs, I would, but I'm not allowed. <laughs> Doesn't matter what age you are, mom. Bridie said, well, Bridie says that that's it. Not it. <laughs> well, five is a lot, in fairness, and the Akitas aren't exactly small. So I was going to say, I think I need to see photos of them now because I'm a big dog lover. Only in the last two years when I got my own dog, and since then I'm obsessed. But himself, Michal, loves Akitas, and that's like his dream dog so uh i think yeah we'll need to see a few photos of that now uh just to yeah at the end of the podcast i want to see photos um no we should have brought them in if we were organized now we could have had them at the window there behind you no i don't think they'd all sit they'd be they'd be all interested in what's going on here and as i said they're quite big so there's every chance they'd knock over the whole the whole thing here and we'd have no podcast so we'll leave, we'll, leave oh, okay. we, we'll work a photo we'll have to do we'll we'll work with a photo um no that's lovely to hear about the dogs yeah because i suppose people just i know myself even automatically you forget about the person behind the music sometimes you see the singer you see the songs you see the gigs and the glittery tops and where they're going tomorrow night but yeah, you forget that <laughs> yes no i appreciate the effort absolutely um but you do forget sometimes about the person who goes home and has a cup of tea in claire galway and you know like you forget about the actual other side of things and the five dogs that's at home so it's nice that's to exactly see. what i do i come home and have a cup of tea i look forward look forward uh, when I was coming home from Glorshire every Tuesday there, I'd get home um, be late enough and dad would still be up and he'd have a cup of tea waiting. And it was like, it was like tea and toast tea making it's like a gourmet meal. So it's nice to come home and relax and chill as well. There's, there's always that side of it. Everything is so busy, but you, you do need your, your downtime for yourself as well behind it all. Yeah, no, that sounds good. You sound, I know I've said it two or three times already, but you sound so focused and level-headed and you like small things. You appreciate the small things. And you're not looking for too much confusion no. in life. You seem just nice and easy going. That's the way to be. Well, sure. Uh, as I said, we've always got that kind of way in my house here, and it always has been. So I think I think it stems from the top down. But yeah, I like you know I love going doing my music. I love my singing, but I also love coming home and, and having my time to myself as well. That's fab. That's fab. So yeah, we can hopefully, I mean, going by the last few weeks, you've been busy woman. It sounds like it's going to be busy for the next while as well with a new song, coming, hopefully an album before the end of the year, gigs coming and going. So yeah, it's, it's sounding like you've a, a busy summer ahead of you. Um, it's been so lovely to talk to you. As I said at the start, we hadn't met officially. So I'm delighted now that we have met, not in person, but sure, it's good as. Sure, if we met in person, we probably wouldn't even, you know, you wouldn't talk this much. No, probably not, no. But I'm sure something will come out, come about in the next few weeks and, and we might get to meet in person at some stage. Ara, that's it. Sure, you're only down the road. And uh, <laughs> no, it's been fabulous. I appreciate you coming on to the podcast and I appreciate you listening to it, as you said you've done in the past. So no, thank you so much. And uh Guys, oh, as well, forgot, you can check uh, Caitlin out on all the normal social medias, I'm sure, Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, yeah. all, all the above, and make sure you go and give a like and a follow and all that fun stuff. And um, I think that's it, Caitlin. We, we've, I, think, I think we better go and let you have your tea and toast. <laughs> I was lovely to chat to you, Anne, and I really appreciate you for asking me to come on. I, I, had, I had a great time. It was lovely to chat to you. No problem. A nice way to spend a Sunday evening. Exactly, exactly. Lovely. Well, Caitlin, thank you so much. Listeners, thank you so much for tuning in again to another episode of the Country Chats 
podcast, make sure you tell your friends, tell everyone about it. Tell anyone who's into country music, you can pop it on the car, you can pop it on while you're pottering around the house, or you can pop it on when you're on the way to gig because gigs are back. So we are absolutely delighted about that. So as always, mind yourselves, stay safe. Caitlin, thank you so much. And we'll talk to you all in the next episode.